Welcome to the Juggernaut List Building Podcast. Here's your host, John S. Rhodes. Hello, hello. Welcome once again to the John S. Rhodes List Building Podcast. Here's my bold promise. In this list building extravaganza, I'm going to give you a four-step, no-fail strategy to succeed with any investment that you're making in yourself. Now, that might be a product, that might be a service, it might be a book where you've spent your hard-earned cash on getting or trying to get, or you're in the process of getting a result that you want. Anytime you're making an investment in a product or a service, even a book, you're looking for an outcome. You're looking for desired results. There's a reason why you did that. Make more money, better relationships, better health. These are pretty typical reasons why you're making that investment. Well, there is a way in four steps that I can practically guarantee you will be successful, if not wildly successful. So, This will provide you with an overview of the four steps or the four factors. Number one, calendar. Number two, commitment. Number three, habits. Number four, production. If you need to hear these again, let me go through them. Get your pen ready and write this down. Calendar, commitment, habits, and production. Everything that I'm going to cover will relate to these four different steps or tactics or approaches, however you want to think about this. So let's dive right in. First, in relation to the calendar, let me be very, very specific about this. I have a desk calendar, and for the last five, if not six years now, what I've done is I've gone to the store and I have bought myself a desk calendar, the kind that's huge. It's probably maybe two feet by three feet. It's monstro. And it does indeed sit on my desk. It is a physical calendar. You don't have to go that gonzo, that crazy, that wild like me. But I do strongly advise you to get a calendar or have a calendar ready. It might be a smaller one. It may or may not go on your desk. It may be somewhere else. But you do really want to have a calendar, physical, if at all possible. Now, on top of that, I happen to have, probably just like you, multiple digital calendars in different places, right, within my email client, and I have a few other places where I see the calendar as well in digital form. So what I do is I take the ideas or concepts that are in my mind that I want to translate into action and results. And I start putting those things on the calendar. I start actually committing. I start talking to other people and thinking about and then taking all of that and then putting it physically on the calendar. Who I'm going to talk to, why I'm going to talk to them, what actions I need to take, what outcomes, and I'm putting them onto the calendar. These are objectives or goals or strategies The other thing that I do with my physical calendar as well as the digital calendar is I set alarms. I set those alerts. I do it on my phone. I do it on a cork board in some cases, on the whiteboard. I do it on sheets of paper. And I also look at my daily task list. I also look at my emails 
And I also look at any sort of to-do list that I happen to have, and I compare it against what I have on my calendar. So I'm doing this all, all of this calendar activity I do in relation to the investment that I made a short while ago. Now, the investment, again, might be a book, training program. It might be services that I've bought. It might even be software and tools that I've bought. But if I'm not going to take action to the point of putting it on the calendar, why the hell does it matter then? It really doesn't matter. And it means that I've made a bad investment. That's feedback to me immediately that I haven't done the right thing, that I haven't really committed. I haven't really put myself into a state or a place where I'm able to take advantage of the investment that I made. So it immediately gives you, or within a short period of time, gives you feedback about the quality and the intensity of the investment that you've made in the book, the training, the software, whatever it happens to be. Gives you that feedback and you know it because you have to go to the calendar, you have to make updates to it, and you have to refer to it and utilize it on an ongoing basis. If you're not using a calendar, this gives you a reason why to start using the calendar or creating a calendar that generates the right kind of activities and also orients you to the right kinds of goals. So the lowly, the little itty bitty idea or concept even of a calendar like, oh, the timing, the day of the week, the month, the quarter that I'm in. Time takes on a new meaning in relation to outcomes, goals, and also the investment that you've made in yourself. Get that calendar, get it up and running, put things on the calendar that are in relation to the highest value and most important pieces of the investment that you've made. If you're flipping through a book, for example, and there's a key idea, something really amazing or awesome or new that strikes you immediately or as soon as you possibly can, take that chunk of wisdom or the action or the idea and go to your calendar and put one or more items on the calendar related to that. It's so important to take that immediate action, the productive action. Okay, let's move on. We're going to move on specifically to commitment. Commitment comes down to this. You want to write down your number one biggest goal for a period of time. It might be the entire year. might scale it back and be for the quarter or for the month. might be for the week. It might even be for the day and keep it small. But I recommend at least a month, if not quarter, if not year. But you want to have enough time to really have that goal or that big big thing that you want to accomplish, have enough time to, to, you know, marinate and, and, and get done and be robust and rich enough. Okay. Otherwise it's just an item on your to-do list. And what you do is you write this thing down, your big goal, and you write down the date that you plan to achieve it. And then you sign your name and you put it in public. So there's four pieces there. First of all, what is that big goal? Now you can see why having it be at least a week, if not a month, if not even further out. If it's big, if it's really big and crazy and audacious, if it is a big goal, it's going to take a little bit of time for you to get there. Write it down and then write down the date that you plan to achieve it. That's the second piece. Third piece is sign your name. Physically sign it like you're writing a check. Sign it. And then the fourth part is put it in public. 
put it next to your computer, on your desk, put it in your phone, put it on the mirror in the bathroom, put it on the refrigerator, put it in one or more places in public. If you don't want to have your significant other, partner, wife, kids, if you don't want anyone to see it, that's fine. But you need to have public access to your commitment so that you can look at it again and again and again. There was a time when I was initially getting started online as an entrepreneur and I had a financial amount where I wanted to first hit $1,000 per month. And I broke it down into number of days and I put that right on the monitor in my my office at the time. And I put it right in the corner. And I looked at that every single day and I committed to that until I hit it. This is years ago now. But that commitment is huge. It energizes and orients you to what you really want done. Now, of course, this big, crazy, wonderful, awesome goal that you have and the date, because it's date-oriented, guess what? Of course, you can put that right on the calendar as well. Yet another reason to have the calendar, yet another reason to make the commitment. You see how these work together. It's extremely powerful. Now, third, what we've got are habits. Habits are extraordinarily powerful. In fact, I think they're life-changing. They do not get enough Uh, airplay. There's not enough news about the importance of habits. They seem so small and so trivial, yet they're much like the snowball rolling down the proverbial mountain becoming an avalanche or the giant snowball coming on down. So what are you going to quit to make room for the new habit or new habits. You have to decide, what am I not going to do? What am I going to stop doing? And then what am I going to replace it with? Or what can I, how do I wedge this in, in other words? How do I wedge that activity in? What am I going to start doing? And what am I going to stop? So there's a start-stop dynamic. Now, when it comes to your goals and specifically achieving the outcome from the investment you've made in yourself, that's what this is about. You do need to consider what I'm going to stop doing, what I'm going to start doing that helps me achieve that goal and how that relates to my commitment, how it relates to what I have in the calendar already. I recommend in general doing it right in the morning or at night where the habit, the new habit you're trying to form is done first thing or at the end. If you do it at the end of the day, Your mind can be on autopilot about it, and your subconscious can do some heavy lifting for you. I also like the morning because you're fresh, you're awake, you're alive. You can program the habit such that it energizes you for the day and orients you towards the activities and so forth that relate to your biggest, most important goals, which are, of course, on your calendar that you've committed to. And everything comes into alignment as a result. So early morning when you first get up or late at night before going to bed or even both. At the end of the day, you can reflect on the day and sort of walk through all the success, all the victory, what you can change and alter and improve for the next day. But really reflect on and appreciate all that you've done and all your success and how much closer you are to reaching your objectives for the investment that you've made in the book, the service, the program, and so on. See how it's all related to that investment you've made in yourself. 
It makes it valuable. It makes it real. It makes it tangible. It actually makes it a lot of fun as well. I've done this for years and it works extremely, extraordinarily well. So that's the power of habit. And it could be anything. It could be you going for a walk for your health. It could be you doing half an hour of research on real estate or stocks. It could be reading further in your book that's related to perhaps relationships with your wife, your husband, your kids, coworkers, but you're constantly educating yourself as an example. So whatever it is that you've made the investment in and that you've committed to, now what you've done is you have related it as well to the calendar. And because it's a habit that you're doing every day, it's also time-oriented and cycle-based. Do you feel the power of that? The cycle of your day. By the way, it also relates to your biorhythms. When you're up, when you're down, when you're strong, when you're weak throughout the day. It also relates to when you eat, when you consume food, when you spend time socially with other people. Typically in the middle of the day, you're going to get wiped out, killed, steamrolled, and so on. Not the best time to try to establish and reinforce your habits. Early in the morning, when no one's around, when you have your quiet time, or late at night, same situation. And again, you have conscious and subconscious power depending on time of the day and how you operate. And again, your biorhythms and natural rhythm of the day. All this is making sense, right? So now again, we've got calendar, we've got commitment, we've got habits. And number four, last and certainly not least, is production. This is the activity in most cases of writing it down or typing it out. Production is in large part the opposite of consumption. So you can obviously sit back, relax, and watch some TV. You can also spend time uh, doing things that are entirely non-productive, maybe recharging yourself. Perfectly fine and very reasonable. I believe that even things as consumptive in nature are still productive sometimes. For example, meditation is a activity that decelerates in many ways and it removes clutter, yet it's still an activity, a forward-moving activity. So you can look at those kinds of positive consumption activities, and you can look at those activities that are negative consumption activities, like just even watching the news in some cases can rot your brain. It doesn't provide any value and it doesn't help you much. In other cases, it might be surfing the web or checking out social media, checking out Facebook, watching funny cat videos on YouTube. It can be any of the above, but you're consuming in those cases. Sometimes it's education. I understand. And you know that as well. And in other cases, consumption is in the form of reading. But if you're reading in a productive way, you're taking notes in the margin, you're doing it purposefully, it's to take you to a higher level, and so on and so forth. So you need to understand what you truly see and understand in your life, in your situation for your business or your job or whatever it is that you're doing that you're trying to improve that you've invested in. You want to be thinking through what is a productive act and what is a consumptive act or consumption activity. And the number one thing that I recommend, if you're not sure and you need to have a trigger to know, a litmus test, maybe we can put it that way, is you write it down. One of the great things about being a producer 
is that you create assets, things that can be sold or otherwise leveraged by you or other people or you know within your business. But if you write it down, it's also indicative of someone who's thinking about process, someone who's thinking about creative activities, creative outcomes, creative life, creative relationships, and so forth. But you create. It's much more powerful and liberating to be a creator this way, writing down. You can also think about it systemically, meaning writing something down is the first step of a full system creation or a system reboot. You're already engaged in various activities in your life. You already do things in your life. There already is a system for brushing your teeth in the morning. Whether you ever thought of it that way or not is another topic. But you brush your teeth roughly the same way every single day. You have a system for it. Now, if you were to write that down, do you think you could possibly improve how you brush your teeth? Dental hygiene. You could probably find certain flaws in how you brush your teeth. You could probably find certain ways of really, truly improving how you get the job done, either faster or higher quality or a combination therein. You can do the same thing with other parts of your life. You can do the same thing with relationships, with fitness, certainly with your business and your job. But what it comes down to is writing things down creates in tangible form the system. Writing is a productive act. And of course, related to the previous items that we've already talked about, those steps, part of the strategy for four parts coming together, when you're putting things on the calendar, it's not quite as productive as I would like or what you would like, but it is a productive act. And it's also an act of commitment. It's a productive act of commitment. Number two was commitment. Number three, it is a habit. If you are regularly taking notes, regularly writing things down, and regularly doing things like that, then you're actually doing all four at once. Calendar, commitment, habits, and production. Now, I'm going to give you a bonus tip at this point. Your mind's probably reeling with ideas. What am I going to change? How am I going to do it? It's pretty exciting, right? It's pretty exciting thinking about how you can change your life and make huge advances in the outcomes, huge advances, and also get real, real leverage in your life, especially as it relates to making those investments in yourself, like we've talked about with products and books and so forth. You're able to take that content and productively orient it on a regular basis. So here's the bonus tip I want to give you. Email yourself every single day, either in the morning or at night. Obviously, that's calendar time that you've set aside. It's something that can go on your to-do list, a daily habit. You can then get, get engaged in pretty easily. It's commitment, it's habit forming, and it's absolutely production. Email yourself with whatever you want, something that you've learned, quotes that you found, something that you're planning on doing, to-do list, action items for the next day, but do it on a consistent basis and do it in reference to your calendar, commitments that you've made or the big commitment tied to your reason why. It's obviously a habit in and of itself and it's a productive act. I tell my $1,000 per hour clients to email themselves daily and it becomes a wonderful self-reinforcing loop that pays huge dividends. How is this all related to list building? Well, what is your reason why? How are you giving back? 
How are you paying forward? What's your value to the world? How do you explain that? If it's not written, if you haven't thought about it, if you aren't that man or woman that people look up to because they are the foundation, the rock, then there's something missing. If you're not able to articulate your greatest ideas and plans and concepts and so forth, if that's not captured in some way, how can you convey that to someone else? This is an act. In fact, multiple acts of helping yourself and helping the world. Who do you want to be like? Who is this person that is you? What makes you, you, the best version of you? What makes you reliable, dependable, consistent? This will help you know at the deepest level your reason why. And in fact, this is the unicorn that I was talking about in the previous episode. But there is another unicorn we'll talk about soon, too. Stay tuned for that in a future episode. So I'm really, really excited about this stuff. I know I didn't sound as, whoa, jacked up. I wanted to be as precise as possible. And I wanted you to really make sure you're taking notes on what you can do right now related to your calendar, making the appropriate commitment, forming the proper habits, and getting into productive mode. It's very important to me. Very, very, very important. It's what makes you an unstoppable force. So go ahead, share this system, this message with other people, especially those people who are on your email list or that you can reach through your platform. Share the ideas. Of course, give me all the credit for changing your life, right? Give me all the credit. I'm kidding, of course, but do reference John S. Rhodes. Tell him about the list building juggernaut. My friendly eagle, fly high, fly proud. (laughs) Tell everyone about John S. Rhodes, the list building podcast. Let them know. And of course, don't forget about Juggernaut United for yourself. And don't forget about Juggernaut United for other people as well. More than $300 of value Every single month, guaranteed. Okay, John S. Rhodes signing off. Until next time, take care. Let's make this happen. Thanks for tuning in to the Juggernaut List Building Podcast, brought to you by John S. Rhodes. Visit johnsrhodes.com to follow the podcast and find out more.